Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Leia, calm down over there. What's going on over there? What you doing? What you doing over there? <laughs> I just just gave Leia a bath with some uh, some flea shampoo because it seemed like she has some fleas. And now she seems to be doing fantastically. She's having a good time over here. She seems to be very re-energized, really. So here's Blake Shelton with uh, featuring Gwen Stefani. Happy Anywhere, guys. It's called Happy Anywhere. happening guys what is shaking what's going on like i said at the intro here i got uh lay over in the studio gave her a bath had uh, my roommate uh thomas tommy altair tommy i call him tomas sometimes <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun little joke we got going on but um let's zoom in a little bit here yeah so he and i've noticed uh, a couple days in a row here or about a week or so that um 
that Leia was uh, chewing on her feet a little bit. She kept licking her back legs. She kept uh, looking around at her butt and um, just scratching and doing some different things. Occasionally, I felt like I had something jump on me up here in the studio. So a couple things I thought of. I thought, well, she maybe has some worms because she keeps looking at her butt. And normally when a dog, cat, whatever, starts looking at their butt a lot and they start uh, paying attention to their ass, they have some worms that are kind of, uh, you know, crawling around and doing some squirrely things going on and causing some irritation and some sensations there in the buttocks region, region as they come out into in, in the feces and things like that. So, uh, and then I also thought, well, I felt, felt some things jumping on me. So worms aren't up here jumping on me. Hopefully not. That's kind of weird. It's kind of uh, crazy, really. So I figured one of two things. She's either got fleas or she has worms. So what I did was I went to the store. I got some flea control um, liquid. <clears throat> I got some flea shampoo, I got some flea spray, and I also got some uh, some dewormer. So two days ago, I gave her the dewormer, and then yesterday is when uh, Thomas came up to me and said, look, man, I think, uh, I think Leia's got some fleas. She was up here in my lap. She was uh, scratching, and I had a flea land on me, whatever. So I said, yeah, I've known that already, and I've already given her some worm medication. I've got the stuff to hopefully get rid of the fleas. So... Uh, I sprayed, um, what I spray, it's not up here, it's downstairs in the kitchen. I sprayed, I've got some, um, I can't remember the brand of, um, I can't remember the brand of uh, bug spray, but it's for bugs, you know, just regular bugs, roaches, uh, flies, crickets, all those types of things that you don't want roaming around your house. So I sprayed a lot of that around the house last night. <clears throat> When I came home today, I went ahead and gave her a bath with the flea spray. Well, I came home first, and I sprayed everything, the, the entire uh, carpeted area up here in the studio down with this flea spray. I sprayed the carpet downstairs, uh, some of the bedding and things. I, actually, I washed, washed the bedding yesterday, and then I just gave her a bath in the flea bath, uh, the flea shampoo. So uh, I did notice uh, four or five different fleas in the tub as I gave her a bath. So hopefully everything is good to go with the flea control. She looks to be super happy at the moment. And um, <laughs> I feel like she feels like she's in a better mood. So that's what's going on with the flea stuff, guys. Look at what, look what just came in today. I'm going to open it up. Let's see if we can... Uh, Zoom in just a tad bit more here. There we go. All right. Damn, it's still a little too far left. I guess I can just move over this way a little bit. Too far left. I thought I had it all set up. So let's see what we got in this box. So I returned my other vocal air from Pixel to get this new vocal air microphone system. It's a wireless microphone system. I'll just toss that over there. So the first one that I had, if you remember the other day, it was a single transmitter and a single receiver. So you plug the receiver into the iPad, the transmitter goes up onto your shirt or onto the top of your camera or wherever you want to have that transmitter so you can transmit the sound back to the receiver, which was great. It worked fantastic. I loved it. But the only problem was it was only one transmitter. So if I had a guest in here, once I get rid of this, these microphones, these big mics, once I have a guest in here, 
Well, then guess what? I've got to have another mic for those guys, unless I'm just going to use the mic from the iPad, which I don't think is a viable option. I don't think it's it turns out very well. It's not nearly as good as these uh, condenser. Ah, fuck, why can't I open this goddamn box? It's not nearly as good as these condenser mics, whether it be these condensers or this. And I said on the last podcast that these are bi-directional uh, condenser mics on these lavalier mics. They are omnidirectional, so they pick up from any direction, not just two directions. So that was something bad on my part. So that's what I got going on, guys. It actually comes with a little um, adapter for a phone. And then I've got my... I've got one transmitter. I've got... One receiver and another transmitter. So these three guys, I'm going to get these guys uh, charged up and we'll try them out maybe on the next episode. I was trying to get Paul Petrofesto tonight. It was a last minute decision. I, I was feeling fairly well, which I haven't been feeling very well at all. If you remember the last episode. I've had some sickness. I've been on some medication. <clears throat> we'll get that charged up here later. I've been on some medication uh, since the last episode. I got, um, what did I get? I got some prednisone, which is a corticosteroid. I've got, uh, what is what is it called? It's amoxicillin. Hold on, let's look it up real quick. Amox. It's called amoxicillin uh, clavulinate. Amoxicillin clavulinate. Uh, Generic name. And the brand name for it is Augmentin or Augmentin ES-600 or Augmentin XR. But it's like a super amoxicillin is basically what it is. So amoxicillin is an antibiotic and this is a super antibiotic. So I got those. And I also have some Singulair that they put me on, which is uh, an allergy medication. Or actually, it's allergy, and it's also for asthma and some different type things. So to clear up the the chest uh, congestion and things that I had going on, the wheezing, things like that. So I've been on that stuff. What was I getting at? I don't even remember how this conversation started, (laughs) which is par for the course, right? I never know how these conversations get started. But the amoxicillin, um, the side effects from that... Man, I tell you what, when I first started this stuff, I got this stuff, what is today, Friday? So I got this stuff uh, late. No, it was Tuesday morning that I got it because I I went late uh, Monday afternoon to the appointment. And then I got all this stuff early Tuesday morning. So I took my first dose uh, Tuesday, uh, really Tuesday afternoon, kind of mid-afternoon. And uh, the amoxicillin and the prednisone was uh, twice a day for the first four days and then once a day thereafter until I finished the, the dosage. And then the Singulair is once every evening, you know, prefer- preferably at bedtime. doesn't have to be, but preferably at bedtime. So here's what we got going on. So the side effects of the amoxicillin uh, clav thing that they gave me, okay? So it says hives or wart. Uh, these are less common. Hives or wart. Well, it's not warts. <laughs> itching, itching of the vagina and genital area. Um, my vagina feels fine, really. Pain during sexual intercourse, redness of the skin, skin rash, uh, thick white vaginal discharge, uh, rare, bloody or cloudy urine, fever, greatly reduced, 
or decreased frequency of urination, seizures, swelling of the feet, uh, stomach cramps, blah, blah, blah. Is this the, this the correct thing? Yeah, that's the correct thing. So, uh, diarrhea, uh, black, hairy tongue. Uh, my tongue is fine. There's no hair on it. Cough or hoarseness. So I feel like I've got some of that. I've had some diarrhea. Uh, difficulty breathing. Not really. Dizziness, yes. Fast heartbeat, yes. No fever, no chills. Uh, general feeling of tiredness, weakness, maybe the first couple days, yes. Headache, yes. What else we got here? Uh, muscle stiffness, maybe a little bit. Nausea, vomiting, yes. The first night I had vomiting and nausea. Let's see, blah, 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 blah. Fuck, a lot of goddamn things. Sore throat, a little bit of sore throat. What's the other drug I had? Prednisone. Prednisone side effects, yes. So the prednisone side effects, uh, aggr aggression, agitation, blurred vision, yes. Uh, decrease in the amount of urine, no. dizziness, a little bit. Fast, slow, pounding, or irregular heartbeat or pulse, yes. Headache, yes. Uh, no real irritability, mood changes, any of that. Noisy, rattling breathing, I feel like a little bit. Uh, numbness or tingling in the arms or legs, I feel like uh, I've had some increased numbness, tingling. Or not increased, but numbness, tingling in, in the uh, fingers. Pounding in the ears, yes. Shortness of breath, minimal. Uh, trouble breathing at rest, a little bit. Abdominal stomach cramping, burning, yes. Abdominal stomach pain, yes. Cough, hoarseness, yes. Diarrhea, yes. Decreased vision, yes. Let's see. Flushing of the skin, yes. Heartburn, indigestion, yes. Uh, you're getting the point here. I've had a lot of these fucking things. Uh, so these are the two medications. Nausea. What else we got here? So that was prednisone. And let's look up Singulair. I only take this at night before bed. Uh, mood, mood changes. Tremors. You know, tremors, I'm not sure if I would call them tremors per se, but definitely I've had a little more uh, shakiness. I guess that's considered a tremor. Headache, yes. Stomach pain, yes. Heartburn, yes. Upset stomach, yes. Nausea, yes. What else we got here? Stuffy nose, not so much. Sore throat, occasionally. Kind of goes with the hoarseness and the cough, which is down here as well. So, yeah, I've been on these three things for the past, uh, since Tuesday, and I've had a ton of those symptoms, and I'm not, I'm not real happy about it. But I'll tell you what, I feel like today I have maybe turned a corner. You know, last night I told my uh, girlfriend that that I was, uh, I took my singular and I said, fuck, God damn it. about an hour later I was like, God damn it, I feel nauseous again. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I did not throw up last night. Came super close to it, super nauseous. But so the past two, three days, man, I've just been really dealing with these side effects of the damn medication, which, you know, not surprisingly, a lot of the side effects are the same effects that I was having 
uh, and the reason that I went on the medication to begin with. So, you know, it's all fucking bullshit, man. It's just crazy. I didn't want to get on any medication. You know, I went for over a month before I decided that I needed some medication, but I finally talked to the doctor into saying, look, man, something's going on and it's not going away and I'm not getting rid of it. So we need to introduce something into the body to get rid of this damn thing. And that's what we did. So we got some medication going on. So needless to say, <clears throat> I guess the point I'm trying to make is, Oh, I know what I was talking about. I was talking about Paul Stone, but but I'm feeling better today um, for the first time, I think. I've still got a pretty decent headache, but I feel like a lot of the other stuff that I was having as far as the, the diarrhea, the nausea, the stomach pain, things like that are a little bit less today than they have been. So I think I feel like I've, my body's accommodating uh, this treatment and that um, we're getting back to normal somewhat. And, uh, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. But so with that said, about uh, a couple hours ago, I texted Mr. Paul Stone, Mr. Paul Pietrofesso of the Paul Stone Project and said, look, man, I'm, uh, I'm feeling better. I think I've turned a corner on this thing. Would you like to go ahead and just knock this, knock this podcast out tonight? And he had a friend of his that uh, came over to the house tonight, Mr. King Ken, came over, came over to see Deb Deb and, uh, Paul, Paul. <laughs> so, so they're so they're having some drinks and and whatever other substances they may have. And he was not available to do a podcast tonight, so he asked, uh, "What's the the second option?" And I said, "Really, the second option is whenever you're ready, man. I'm I'm ready. I'm feeling better. I think I, I think we can get through a show and make it productive and and make it." Uh, you know, make him shine, make me shine, and have a good show of it. We're gonna do. We're still gonna do a virtual show, I believe. I don't think he's gonna come in here to the studio, but I think he wants to utilize and showcase his uh, his new music thing he has going on there at the house. So I think we're gonna do the virtual, the video chat option. I also reached out to uh, my other guest I'm gonna have coming on here very shortly, Mr. Mike Friend of the Mike Friend Band. I mentioned him last episode, but I did not mention his name. But what we're going to do is probably have him come into the studio here. And I, I offered him a date of Monday to do that because I think I'm going to be tied up tomorrow going out with my girlfriend to uh, one of the breweries up in Sumter, possibly tomorrow, hopefully, if I'm feeling up to it, feeling well. So we're going to do that maybe tomorrow. And I'm supposed to be getting with Mr. Gordon Peters. I talked to him today. I said, look, I'm, a, I'm about to get out of here. We need to try and knock out some more of this Edisto River <clears throat> And get out in this kayak because I'm planning on selling my kayak that I have now, and I'm going to get um, uh, something better and bigger and more multi-purpose uh, down the road. That way, on my travels, I can you know if I come up upon a, a rapid, a river, a lake, a pond, the beach, the surf, whatever, I can drop that kayak in. Excuse me, as a multi-purpose kayak, and just drop it in at any location and not have any problem with. Um, control or taking care of any of this, excuse me, any situation that comes up. And um, I even might make sure, because uh, I even might make sure that I have one that is very seaworthy, uh, one of the longer, maybe 14-foot kayaks or whatever, and uh, get a skirt with it and those type things. So next season, next summer, next spring, when I decide to travel on the Alaskan Highway through up through Canada and down the Alaska Highway into Alaska, 
Um, I can maybe hit some of the, the Seward, uh, the sound, and uh, some places there in Alaska with the skirt and have a nice uh, seaworthy kayak for that as well. So that's the plan is to sell the kayak here. But anyway, so I hit up uh, Gordon today and said, look, man, we need, we need to get together this weekend, knock out another portion of the Edisto. So hopefully that's going to be on Sunday. Cause I asked him earlier, I said, look, man, I'm trying to make some plans for the weekend. Let me know if you're, if you're thinking about going kayaking tomorrow, because if not, I'm going to schedule something else which I've already scheduled something, so hopefully we're going to go out Sunday. Um, so yeah, Paul Petrofesso is coming up, video chat, remote. We're going to have Mr. Mike Friend from the Mike Friend Band come in here to the studio. I asked him to come in on Monday evening, but he's actually recording. Um, what do you say here? He said... He said, I'm, uh, I'm actually in the recording studio from 12 until 7 on Monday. And I said, how about Tuesday? And he said, you're on. What time? And I haven't answered him yet. So let's answer him. Let's say, let's say 7 p.m. Let's see what he says back on that. So, yeah, exciting stuff coming up, guys. I'm finally feeling well, better. Not 100% yet, but feeling better. <clears throat> still getting some shortness of breath. I still have a little bit of congestion going on. Uh, not as much, uh, pain in the abdominal region, the stomach today or nausea, nauseous feeling. So that's good. I've been out and about just a little bit. I went out, uh, had my, had my haircut, which it's not, I don't know. You probably can't tell on the video here, but I don't like it. Um, hopefully when I take a shower later on bath shower and I kind of style it a little bit more the way I like to style it, that I'm, I'm going to be more in love with it. But uh, I didn't get to my normal hairdresser today, and I feel like this girl, she didn't listen to me. I told her, I said, I want a number two on the side. I want it high and uh, blended into the top. I don't want any length taken off the top, nothing. I, want, I don't want anything. I want some thinning shears go, to go through it to kind of thin it out a little bit, round the neck off. Uh, I want to get the shampoo, the, the scalp massage, all that, all that good stuff. Well, next thing I know, <clears throat> she's cutting some length off the damn top of my head, and I said, what? I didn't, I told you I didn't want any length off. She, oh, I'm not cutting. I'm just taking just, just the ends off just to kind of, um, you know, even it out or whatever. Did that. Did, never ran anything, thinning shears through there. Um, I feel like she didn't take off the same amount on this side of, um, of this upper portion of the side of my head that she did on this side. So I feel like it's a little off, a little uneven now that I look at it in the mirror afterwards. Um, I don't know. I'm just not real happy with it, guys. Let's just let's just leave it at that. But I'm going to deal with it. It's going to be all right. <laughs> I, I used to be real picky and, and particular about my hair, and I used to go to some really expensive. Uh, um, what, what do you call them? Not, not it wasn't a barber shop. It was uh, styling centers. What do they call them? Beauticians. Hair salons, I guess, would be a good word for it. So I used to go and get real expensive, hardcore haircuts. And now I just really don't give a shit, to be really honest. But, you know, I get a little bit of a shit. Come on. So I don't feel like she did me the justice that I really deserved with the haircut today. But I think it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. So I wasn't even going to do a show tonight, as always, you know. I'm pretty spontaneous, guys. I kind of just 
do these things on the fly, on the whim. I've only got two angles set up today, by the way. I've got uh, the angle here in front of me that I'm talking on, and then I've also got, of course, the iPad angle, which is always right here, coming right at me. Uh, we're using the, the big mics again tonight and the board, running through everything. i got the headphones plugged in. I can hear everything. So we're going old school with it. Like I've already showed you, I do have my new equipment in. I've got to charge it up before it's ready to go, and we'll get that running up. I will use that during the Paul Pietrofesso show, uh, the video chat episode. But uh, during the Mike Friend episode, we'll actually use uh, these big condenser mics and the, and the sound mixer and everything for that. So, and uh, of course, he'll play some tunes here in the in the studio, and Paul's going to play some tunes remotely. So that's going to be good. And then also talk to um, my buddy today, Slayton Johnson, and. He's excited to actually get together and do a remote video chat as well. So we're going to put that together in the works here, hopefully sometime in the near future. I've talked about it. He's a tough man to, to pin down, but we're going, to, we're going to get into it. So what am I going to do right now? Well, <clears throat> I'm going to do something a bit against my better judgment. I'm going to, I mentioned this uh, last episode, I'm going to call Mr. Caleb Choir. <laughs> I'm going to call Mr. Caleb Choir, guys, and we're going to see if he'll answer the phone. I'm not even sure if I still have his actual phone number. He might have, had, he might have a new phone number by now. This is a phone number I've had for quite a while uh, since he lived here in the house, so that's been over a year ago. But we're going to call him up. I just listened to... Almost all of his latest episode today with uh, Miss Jana Riley. I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of it, if I'm being honest. Which you know, I'm always honest on this show. But um, you know, it was it was it was kind of a bore fest. If I, you know, <laughs> it was a show. It was a show about the '90s, is what it was touted as, and they did talk about some '90s stuff. But I don't know, just. Uh, maybe it's because I'm an 80s guy and it just wasn't really that interesting to me. I didn't get a good feel for it at all. And I don't think, I don't know. Listen to it yourself. Go out there to Caleb's, uh, to, to Podbean. You can go out there to um, iTunes, all these different places, Spotify. I think it's on Stitcher, some different different areas. The Like I Said podcast with Mr. Caleb Choir. Uh, I think this was episode 28, maybe 29. Let's see if I still got it pulled up here. Nope, I do not. Uh, 26, actually. So it's Jana and the 90s Nostalgia Trip episode. Um, finally hunted down Jana Riley, got her to commit to a podcast episode, and although we could have covered many, many topics, we began talking about the 90s and what we loved about it. So I figured why not just record an episode on that. So there you go. Uh, it's on all the places. So, what I was going to do is I was going to call Mr. Caleb Choir, and I was going to inquire about, um, just inquire about the podcast. <clears throat> and I know he had mentioned on his last Sunday, Sunday Delight, I think they're called, episode, that um, he was looking for some help and some, some people to help him out with the podcast. So I just want to see if there's anything I can offer. Anything at all. So, fuck it. Let's just, let's just goddamn do it. Here we go. Let's go. See what happens. 
Probably nothing. It's probably not even the right phone number. Maybe? Maybe he picks up? I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Alright, well, that was uneventful as fuck. I may not have the right phone number. I might have to get in touch with a couple of people to find out uh, to make sure I have the right phone number. I was hoping that there was at least a voicemail where I could leave him a voicemail, but... Man, how uneventful was that? I was really hoping that that was going to be that was going to be something. But you know what? That saves me uh, something for the next show. So there you go. What can you do? Well, what can you do? Well, we can open a beer. That's what we can do. We're going to open a beer, guys. How about that? I've already got. How about this? I've already got this beer pulled up on Untapped. As a matter of fact, we're going to zoom in right there. This is from. Goose Island. Guess what we're going to do, guys? We're going to put on some beer talking music. Maybe. Oh, here we go. Yeah. From Goose Island. Goose Island Beer Company. Let's, uh, I always forget here. Let's pull that up. Chicago, Illinois is where Goose Island Beer Company is. Um, our famous big... Oh, that's way too much to talk about. We're not going to talk about it. So Goose Island Beer Company, they're in Chicago, Illinois, guys. If you want to check them out. Look them up on Untapped, or just type in Goose Island Beer Company on the Google, and you'll find all the information you need to find out about it. The beer we're drinking today is called the Dank Detector. I'm going to pour it right here. Share a pour with you. The Dank Detector, guys. Right here. Fuck. Right there. Dank detector. Oh, let's back up just a little bit. Oh, I can't get it. Dank detector IPA. There you go. That looks pretty good. It's from Goose Island Beer Company. We'll put that right there. Let's see if it's in the frame. Not really. Always got to zoom in too close for this thing. It never gets actually in the frame anymore. But I guess we can zoom out just a bit. There we go. That's fine. So the Dank Detector. Go, go, gadget. Dank Detector. Old school classic kettle hopping and large school, large new school dry hopping with strata and meridian hops give a pungent tropical and dank aroma. Balanced by citrus and pine notes. Special pale malt lends to... A nice toasty character while balancing out the abundant hop flavors. So that's what we're drinking today. 6.5% ABV or alcohol by volume. 41 IBUs. 
It's got an average rating of 3.67, 3,865 total ratings so far. I've had it one time. Let's see what I gave it. I had it in the, uh, the beer garden, the Zen garden, and pub. I gave it a three and a half. That was back on the 25th of June. Let's see what we give it today. I definitely like the aroma. The aroma is a nice, uh, nice clean aroma to it. I could have a little bit more dank uh, hopness to it uh, with the name of a dank, what the fuck's it called? Dank, uh, dank detector. I could have a little bit more dankness, really. Yeah, I'd still probably go with 3.5. It's got an average rating of 3.67, as I said. 3.5 is still probably where I'd go. It's not a bad beer. I wouldn't pour it out. But when I think of a name, Dank Detector, I'm thinking just classic, American, West Coast style. Hot bomb in your face, just a lot of bitterness. And um, it's just not there. It's pretty light. It's pretty watered down as a matter of fact but anyway it's not a bad beer I guess you could say Dank Detector Goose Island Beer Company what else we got going on guys well I was really hoping that we were going to get Caleb Choir on the phone and that was going to be the bulk of this show which uh, is not happening at the moment so Let's see where we're at time-wise already. We're at 33 minutes. So I've got two ribeyes downstairs, <clears throat> grass-fed ribeyes, good size. I think they're both about a pound a piece, and um, I've got them in the toaster oven right now. They're cooking at 375 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. I've got them in there for 45 minutes. Uh, we're doing what we call a reverse sear, or some, some people call it a cowboy uh, steak. So it's reverse sear. 45 minutes, we're going to pull it out. Um, it should be done, as a matter of fact, right now. So I'm going to wrap this thing up pretty shortly. Um, we'll pull it out of the uh, of the oven, and we're going to let it sit for about 10 or 15 minutes, let it rest. Then we're going to uh, melt some ghee in a cast iron skillet. We're going to, uh, first off, we, we uh, season it with some cracked pepper and some cracked uh, Himalayan sea salt. Uh, before putting it into the oven. Now we're going to sear that on both sides and a little bit of ghee, and I might put a little bit of minced garlic in the ghee, just a tiny bit for flavor. Uh, we're going to sear uh, the steaks on both sides and on the ends for about a minute each, maybe a minute each on each side and in 30 seconds on each end. And uh, then we're going to eat one of those steaks. We're going to put the other one in the fridge for later. So that's what I got going on. So those are that's getting ready. I really need to get down there and, and get that out of the oven and resting is probably done at the moment probably dinged not too long ago but like I said I wanted to get on here and just give you an update on the meds that I'm on and how I'm feeling I think this thing is finally knocking out I think I'm finally over this thing after over a month and a half and give you an update on some of the guests that are coming in god damn I was hoping to get uh, get Caleb on the phone so we've already talked about feeling better. We've all talked about Leia and the fleas. Um, yes, I've mentioned a uh, girlfriend a couple times. I do have a, a new relationship going on at the moment. So sorry, ladies, I don't know what to tell you, but 
that's that's happening. <laughs> Speaking of relationships, so I talked to oh, another person asked me some uh, some relationship advice and some just some advice, I guess. And I don't know why people think that I have advice on relationships, but um, you know this person is is struggling a little bit with with whether or not they want, if they should be with the person that they're with at the moment, or if they should maybe be with a person that has piqued their interest here as of late. Um, one they've been with for a little while, one uh, they have just met. One they have quite a few things in common with, one they have seemed to have an abundance of things in common with. so. You know, you got old versus new. You got uh, familiar with unfamiliar. You got uh, maybe a little stale with excitement. So there's a lot of uh, polarities going on in the relationships. And, uh, you know, this this new thing is a relationship. It's something that's going on. It's something that is happening. Uh, you can't deny it. And, you know, I've been there. I was married 21 years. I talked about it. Uh, the, the last episode, and I, I made some decisions that, um, you know, and you can read about some of those things uh, in my book. It's all fun and games and tell. Um, right here, you can read about that. Some of the, the follies and, and mistakes that I made early on in my marriage, in the first uh, six to seven years of my marriage, and then uh, the second and third book would have explained more about that, but I never got, got around to writing them. But so everybody, you know, this is nothing new for this person. Everybody kind of goes through these things. And like I told them, it seems like every time, I oh, my zipper's down. Yes. My willy could be, could be all out in the wind. But it seemed, you know, here, here's what the thing is a lot of times, or not a lot of times, it seems like every single time that, uh, especially since I got divorced, obviously, I was married 21 years, so this didn't happen very often. But every time I would get into a new relationship after my divorce, uh, relationship or <clears throat> just, you know, I guess it's all a relationship, everything. It you know, doesn't have to be long-term or whatever. Everything is a relationship when you're into it. But it seems like every time that you would find someone new and you get into a relationship, you know, when you're single, nobody's fucking with you. Nobody's calling you. Nobody's texting you. Nobody's uh, giving you giving you the fuck me eyes at a bar. Uh, none of this stuff is going on until you get into a relationship. And now all of a sudden, everybody comes out the woodworks and they all of a sudden uh, want to fuck your brains out all day, all day long. So it always seems to happen when you're involved with somebody else that somebody something new comes out of the woodworks now. Whether or not that something new is something real is what you got to try and figure out, I guess. A lot of times, you know, especially with under uh, under two years, uh, definitely, under a year possibly, a lot of times you don't really know, you know, these relationships, these feelings that you have are not real. They're, they're the newness of the, of the event and you're, you're just feeling stuff because it's new and it's exciting and it's different and... Uh, you feel like you got just so much more in common, and it's usually because you're communicating with these people more than you are communicating with your significant other that you're already with. So you feel like you're connecting more. You feel like you have more going on just because you're doing more communicating. So 
With that said, I guess some of the problem with the relationship that you're currently in could be the communication. You've you've lost the communication. You've lost that newness. You've lost that um, that excitement of learning new stuff about that partner, about uh, you know what they're interested in, what what excites them, and what uh, makes them tick, and what have you. You've learned most of that stuff, and you forget to ask some of those new questions and dig deeper and, and continue to learn things about about your partner. Uh, so now this new person comes along and you're like, oh man, this is exciting. I'm learning all this new stuff. And oh man, oh, they're excited. They're, they're interested in this and they're interested in this. And oh, we like the same things. And oh, we're just clicking. We're having such a good time. And I tell you, you know, a lot of that is short lived. It's not going to last, uh, stand the test of time. You know, most of these things, uh, end up working out, uh, four, five, six, ten months, a year, something like that. Then you figure out, ah, we really didn't have that much in common. We really didn't have all these different things that we thought were so great in common. So, you know, the decision you have to make, and I'm not I'm not an advocate that you have to stay with one person for the rest of your life. I tried that. It didn't quite work out. It maybe should have worked out. I don't know. I'm tired of looking back at it and trying to figure it out and figure out if I did the right thing. But, <clears throat> you know... The thing you've got to sit down and figure out for yourself is, you know, if if I'm so excited about this new person, what made me not excited about the person I was with to begin with? And is there a way that I can bring that excitement back? And is there a way I should salvage the the initial relationship? Um, because a lot of times you're going to waste your time and you're going to give up something and you're going to waste your time on the next thing that uh, is not going to work out anyway. There was a reason that, you know, that you uh, got into a relationship with the person that you're with, uh, whether you got married to them or what have you. Um, of course, if there's kids involved, then it makes it even a bigger ball of wax. But you've got to think to yourself, there was some reason that I got with the person that I'm with. And there was some reason that I maybe married them if you got married. What was that reason? And you've got to, to kind of think back and kind of remember what those reasons were, because sometimes that gets lost, and you get uh, you get bogged down, you get you get mesmerized by this new thing, and this new thing is just a fa- it's just a fad, it's a phase. <sighs> but that's that's where the conundrum comes in, right, guys? I mean, maybe it's not a fad, maybe it's not a phase, maybe this new thing is the thing that is supposed to be for you. How do you know? How do you decide? How do you make the right choice? You know. Do you give up on, on the thing that the sure thing that you've got right now to move on to this next thing and the next thing just fizzles immediately and now you're now you're alone. Now you're lost. You can't go back to the old thing. They're not going to take you back. The new thing's moved on. Now where are you? Now you're you're fucking stuck in a hole. Oh, oh I just don't even know, man. And that's why, you know, people call and ask me for this advice. I'm just like all I can do is tell you where I've been and what I've done and some of the regrets that I, the regrets that I have and some of the things I wish I would have done different, but it really all makes no difference. It makes no sense because I can't go back. I can't change anything. I made the decisions that I made. So whatever I tell you that I did and what I didn't do, it doesn't make any difference because you're you, you're going to do your thing. And I can't tell you what to do. I can, I can guide you in some way. And, you know, my advice was, you know, look at what you've got and make sure 100, 
thousand percent that this new thing is worth it because once you fuck that up, man, once you fuck the original thing up, most times there's no going back. And hindsight is, is always twenty twenty, right? So you don't want to you don't want to be looking back with regret and say, man, what the fuck did I do? Why did I fuck up this goddamn good thing that I had? Just because I got some you know some some jitters from something else, and usually you're going to get jitters from something else because you're not getting those jitters from something at home. So you got to figure out why. You're not getting those jitters at home anymore. And the only way you're going to figure that out is communication, is to talk, is to to find out why you're not excited anymore. you got to figure it out. And it's tough. But, you know, you got to look at it as an investment. you got to look at it as, uh, I've, got, I've got time invested over here. I've got money, time, um, emotions invested over here and I've got other people invested in this relationship, whether it be in-laws or other family members, uh, friends, all this stuff. There's a lot invested. Uh, maybe there's a kid involved. Maybe there's a house. Maybe there's a mortgage. There's cars. There's a shared, um, shared, uh, uh, fuck. The fuck are they called? Shared, uh, what are these things called? These things are called stuff, just shared stuff. I can't even think of the goddamn name of it. But you got to think of that long-term investment. What have you invested so far? And what are you willing to lose? Uh, it's kind of like going to Vegas, right? And sitting down to blackjack table and you sit down with a hundred bucks and you say, okay, once this hundred bucks is gone, I'm getting up from this table. So you gotta you, you gotta figure out what you're willing to lose, and if you're willing to lose that hundred bucks, then then you blow it all. If you're only willing to lose, I don't know. That's not a good analogy. I don't even know where I'm going with that. But uh, basically, all I'm saying is I, I keep getting I've gotten asked here recently a few times uh, for some relationship advice, and I, I just don't think I'm the best person to ask relationship advice. Um, I do have some. I'll, I'll give you some advice. And hopefully it, some of it makes sense. And all I can do is give you my experience. But So I hope that person figures it out. And if, if they need more advice or if they just want to talk or if anybody wants to talk about anything, um, give me a phone call. I don't give a fuck. 907-854-2580. You can hit me up at craftconversationspod at gmail.com. Uh, my personal email, Dales at yahoo.com. You can hit me up on Facebook, uh, Yahoo, um, not Yahoo, uh, YouTube, excuse me, Podbean, uh, Instagram. I don't give a fuck where, man, but if, if you got questions, you need some some advice on anything, whether it's relationships, whether it's drugs, whether it's uh, just life in general, family, parents, alcoholism. Uh, depression, suicide, I don't give a fuck. Call me, email me, message me, and I'm always here to talk and give whatever 48, almost 48 years of of life experience gives me. I'll I'll give you whatever knowledge I have, whatever 21 plus years in the military gives me, whatever 48 years of life gives me, whatever 
three to four years of a government contractor gives me or as a bartender and hearing people's problems on a daily basis and, and watching relationships and watching, watching, watching um, interactions and, and um, people. You know, I, I feel like I have a good deal of knowledge about people. Uh, and that's why I wanted to become an FBI agent at one point. I, you know, I, I left high school and I went to college, uh, went into criminal justice because I wanted to be an FBI agent like uh, Keanu Reeves and Point Break. I wanted to deal with people and I wanted to help people and I wanted to just everything that comes along with that, whether it be getting crime off the streets, but re- really it wanted to be just helping people and be a servant to the people. And I feel like that's uh, part of what I've become on this podcast. I hope I give some sort of advice. I hope I give some words of wisdom at times. But yeah, so anybody has anything they need to talk about, hit me up and we can talk about it. Whether it be on the podcast, off the podcast, in person, on the phone, through text, through email, what have you. What else, guys? I need to go get the steak and uh, sear it in the in the skillet. But uh... oh, I forgot to mention. So I was <laughs> I was at the VA. You know, I always wear these short shorts. Uh, these shorts that I have on right now are six inch inseams. Mainly, the shorts that I normally wear are five and a half inch inseams. Uh, I have a pair of swim trunks. That I'm going to wear kayaking hopefully on Sunday. Matter of fact, Gordon texted me and said Sunday seemed like a good time. But I always wear short shorts, and people always give me give me a hard time about it. But it's it's become pretty much kind of what I'm known for. Uh, my nickname is Brian Legs Dales, or BLD is what people call me. And so I get a lot of comments on the shorts that I wear and my legs and things like that. So I was at the VA earlier this week on Monday. I happened to be walking down the hall with my khaki six-inch inseam shorts on, and I walked past this nurse in the hall. We both had masks on, uh, walked past me, and she got, as she approached me, she said, wow, you got some pretty legs. And I was like, oh, well, thank you very much. And uh, it just made me feel amazing. It made me feel really good for somebody to notice. Uh, Just notice anything. I mean, people feel good, you know, when you notice stuff, right? I mean, Anybody loves a good compliment, whether it be, hey, I like the blouse that you're wearing, or, oh, man, those are cool shoes, or, man, I love that ring that you got on, or that necklace is beautiful, or, oh, did you get your hair cut? Anytime somebody notices something about somebody else, it's flattering. It's it's really a boost to the ego, and it makes you feel good, and it gives, gives an endorphin rush, and it gives some dopamine going in the brain, and it's nice. We should do more of that. We should do more complimenting and really more just noticing of um, people in general. I think would be a good thing, especially in, in the times that we're in right now uh, when there's a lot of aggression and there's a lot of opposition and there's a lot of infighting and uh, just a lot of stuff going on. I think we need more of more nice, more nice out there. You know, be kind to people. And if, if you if you see something you like about somebody, if they if they do something that you like, if they held a door for you or if they were. Uh, if they were very good as far as their service goes, if it's a bartender or a server or uh, the person that cuts your hair, somebody lets you in in traffic or somebody lets you walk across the streets and, you know, give them a little wave. Fucking say thank you. 
If you see something you like about them, compliment them. Tell them uh, they look nice today or, or they smell good or they have a beautiful smile. Or, you know, be, don't be creepy about it, but <laughs> just, just be nice. That's all. And let's, let's help each other out. Let's be humans. Let's be humanity. Let's all work in this thing together. But yeah, it was nice to hear when somebody walked by me the other day and said that that I had pretty legs. I don't know if I don't know if pretty legs is maybe the word that I w- that I was going for or the look that I was going for. I would like to say nice legs or man, you got some some handsome legs or good looking legs, strong legs. I don't know, but pretty pretty legs, pretty legs was all right. I could take it. I could deal with it. So that was nice. So I guess my point is just just be nice to people, man. Be nice. It's not that hard. And people will appreciate it. And they will pass that on. Just like the other day, I was at uh, Bigby Coffee and I got up to the window. I always go up there and I get a 20-ounce black and tan, which is their, their light roast and their dark roast combined, half and half. It's a black and tan. And uh, got up to the window and normally it's $2.66 is normally what I pay. I got up there and Went to give her my money, and she said, oh, you're good. Uh, somebody already paid for it. And I'm like, oh, wonderful. Well, can I pay for the car behind me and the one behind that? So I ended up paying for uh, you know, the drinks for the, the two cars behind me and, and paid it forward. And I think you know, we need more of that in this world today. We need more kindness. All right, guys. I'm out of here. That is all I got. I can't think of anything else. I'm going to finish this beer. I'm going to go down and put my steak in the cast iron skillet and eat me a steak. And with that said, God damn it. We're going to talk we're going to talk to you soon, guys. All right. Goodbye. Oh. Did I say be kind to each other? Do that. <laughs>